I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? Makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes me Super Coach 360 podcast. Hi, how you going? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's cracking? Uh, they just put that on me last second. What's cracking? Super coaches out there. Um, Jazzy's doing some sort of technical stuff. So me and Con are here to say hello. Say hello. How you going, everyone? Um, how'd you go last week, mate? Were you happy? We sad. Um, uh, all in all, not an ideal start. I'll be honest. Not the worst start I could have imagined either. But but yeah, a few injuries, setbacks. But everyone's going to be in the same. Well, a lot of people are going to be in the same boat as me. I think so. Do you see your team's potential? Um, yeah, yeah. Like if those players didn't go down injured. All in all, been happy-ish. Yeah, with my team for round one performance. Yeah. Yourself. I wasn't too unhappy with mine. Like in the same boat, um, we copped similar injuries, as did most super coaches out there. Both, both, uh, most players were heavily owned that cop these injuries. So everyone's pretty much in the same boat. But all in all, I, I see the potential. Um, I did have a last minute crisis dilemma with TPJ going out. Um, yep. And I didn't know what way to go with Vaughan or um, Luke Thompson. I, I went with the less with the ladder just just due to the money. I'm going to start banking um, to spend for this week. I thought to myself, like with cheese breaking a hand, um, are you ready? With cheese breaking a hand, I, I needed to look at what I was going to do and get free up some decent cash to upgrade elsewhere. With luckily with these new injuries that have come to light, I need to do a lot of work. Actually, it, it pans out. Um, Juzzy, you're back, mate. You're technically sound. I am technically sound. My camera dropped out at the last second, so I had to quickly fix that. How are we doing? Welcome to Supercoach 360. You've chosen to fix that. Pardon? Well, no, no look, I had, I had to. Otherwise, I was going to flick to a camera with you guys listening to me. So it was easier to have you talk about something. I'm surprised you didn't go through the big list that we talked about, but hey. No, no, well, that's your job. Um, Should have learned this a couple we, no, of weeks no. ago. We just, well, we were just talking about, you know, well, I just want to ask you the same question. How did you feel your team went? Um, just just on potential, like you, were you happy with it? Were you sad about it? Um, you feel you made poor choices, or yeah, a couple. Look, I'm spewing. Uh, I got a couple of injuries. For me, it's the same thing that's gotten me the last few years. It's uh, I think I overthought it, and I think I made too many trades um, towards lockdown. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to be what bites me in the ass in the first couple of weeks. I think if I just held Munster and Grant in my team. And sacrifice the points, I still would have been all right, uh, and I would have ended up with a couple of different players in different positions. So, yeah, mind you, I mean, I did get rid of Sean Russell last minute, and now that's been a blessing in disguise. I mean, I didn't bank his eighty-five points, but eighty-seven points. But I did um, 
I did dodge a bullet without having to, without, uh, not having to do the trade there. Um, shout out to Sean Russell. Good work, buddy. Uh, sucks. Hopefully you get better soon. And yeah, back in the NRL because you looked very promising. Um, we're here to talk all things, all things Supercoach for another week. Uh, round one recap, round two preview. We've got a bunch to go through, of course. Join our group on Supercoach, 790-873. That's 790-873. It's the overall group in there. Um, I can't remember what we're giving it away for. I think we are. Oh, no, that might be for the 360 League. I've got to work on that one. We'll figure it out later. Anyway, uh, we do have a bunch of great stuff to talk about on the show tonight, boys, as you know. Uh, Brad Smith has done some PPM work for us again based on round one, and he's going to talk that with us. Uh, we've got the ins and outs, thanks to Ross and Con. So they've come up with all the injuries and outs uh, for all the different teams, and... Con's got a few options for you to get if you've got uh, some of those players that are now out this week. Bergs has got the bag back for 2022. Uh, Timmy uh, Timmy O is doing the fear factor for us today as well. Uh, so he's got uh, three front row forwards that he wants to talk about. Super Coach Hub, the good guys over there, they've been doing a bunch of work, uh, always hard at it. Um, Go join their Discord. Link is in the description, both in Facebook and wherever you're listening to this. Just check the description if you want to get involved with the Discord for sure. Otherwise, just search Supercoach Hub on Discord. But they've done uh, some buy-hold sells for us. Bergs wants to talk about Teddy and Turbo in the fullback position. And, of course, we've got a bunch of questions because it is TLT round one. So I think the first thing to get through, as per usual, is the ins and outs. So, con, buddy. What have you got for us there? Um, yeah, well, we got the Storm Abydos first up, obviously. Uh, the big loss to a lot of teams is uh, Brandon Smith. Cheese is gone for a couple of weeks, probably at least a month, month and a bit. Yeah, see, I think Ross has got it down for five weeks in there. Or I, I, I saw today about five weeks, so. Yeah, I think Lolo missed about five or six last year twice when he did it. I think he came back earlier the second time around, but wasn't as effective. Um, and then Big Quelch, unfortunately, he's done his Achilles. He probably season's over. Yeah, he and George Jennings both season over yeah, this year. Yeah, ACL for Jennings, unfortunately. But they get Grant, Munster, and Bromwich in. So not bad replacements for the Storm. Um, Who picks up that wing spot that's left vacant by Jennings now? Uh, Iremia. Iremia. Comes in. So he viable cheapy. What's he priced at? Oh, he wouldn't be cheap. I no, we well, played last year. He finished quite strong a few games, him, so... He? Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather go to the other side with Xavier Coates, but yep. I'd say they'd be roughly around the same price. Alrighty. Um, but yeah, I think the big winner really is Josh King. You know, he probably keep that starting lock spot until Cheese is back with Welch and um, Smith gone. They got, I mean, they've got Bromwich named at lock and Big Nas named at prop at the moment, don't they? No, they got Jesse Bromwich and Nat Nels at um, prop and Josh King at 13. Josh King is named at 13 again. All right. So he'll probably keep that until Smith comes back in five or six weeks. So yeah. if you got him at the start, good. If you got Jermaine Snow-Brown or something who's out later on, could be a good swap down. Cool. Um, And then the, where are we at? What's the next one? Who's on the bench oh, there? And, um, nah, just... Wishart, McDonald, Loiero, and Maroa. No one really of relevance. Well, Loiero, I think people looked at after he's 71 on the weekend. But I think because of all the carnage there, he played inflated minutes and 
looked a lot better than what he should. So have a second look. Definitely, yeah, I would. Wait and see. All yeah. right. Um, and then for the South, you just got Trell in, Source out, pretty much. AJ goes back to the wing, Source goes out. Yep. So same thing with the Rabbitohs. Um, Dragons, Panthers, Woods out. Burgess comes in on the bench. Molo goes to prop. So no real super coach winners or losers there. Same, same. And for Panthers, Leota out. Eisenhuth comes onto the bench and Linu starts. So if you want to roll that dice with Linu like you did last year, well, you know 10 what? to 12 weeks for Leota. So See, I, I would, personally. If I had if I'd have started with him round one, if I'd had an inkling, because I was thinking about it. He was in my team. Yeah, but it wasn't to know that Leota was going down. I you know. know you, I know, but I never, mean, if you, I'd played that card anyway, this is what I talk about when I say I overthought things a little bit. Well, not really. He, got, he has got a solid PPM when he's on the field, but he only ever gets 20 minutes. Yeah, and now you he know? might get 50, and it's just like, well, wait a minute, let's see what happens. I don't know if I'll jump on now and use a trade. I'd probably need to have a couple of looks, and we've already had one, so I'm really only going to get one. I'm... Well, did come down, you, you watch these minutes. If, you, if, he, if he takes up a good chunk of minutes, like, you know... Um, the fish is getting his minutes no matter what. Like he's exceptional. Well, Eisen, who's capable of playing big minutes too, and he does his job solidly in the middle. He does. So yeah, I'd definitely wait and watch with Spencer Lina. He might be starting, but he's wait, watch and see for me. He's got to at least get oh, fifty-five minutes. Con, you reckon? No, oh, two hundred and fifty-seven k. You'd want at least yeah forty forty-five at over a point a minute. Yeah. He had 23 points in 23 minutes on the weekend, so you'd want that increased a bit. Um, so, yeah, and then uh, we got the Roosters Manly game. Where no, no changes for the Dragons? Yeah, Woods out, Burgess oh. in. Oh, okay, that was the only change. All right, sorry, yeah. my bad. No, you're right. Um, yeah, the Roosters Manly game, I didn't see... Um, I think I might have missed the Roosters Manly game, actually, now that I said that. Yeah, well, Radley and Smith have both been named, so all in all, there's no changes to the Roosters team. And Manly, only Dylan Walker comes in for the young Cooler, who was an interchange player. Well, no, a couple of people got on him because he was cheap and he was getting a start, so that's wasted trade for him. Yeah, that was... I don't, didn't see that ever happening. Um, but yeah, that's the only two changes for them. So no super coach relevance there at all, really. Um, then we got the Titans Warriors. Titans, Brimo's out. Uh, Brimo's in. Sorry, Will Smith goes to the bench, and Tyrone Roberts is out. Um, so Warriors is where there's mass changes. You got Walsh in. You got Lodge in, you got Ash Taylor in, Pompey in, and Jesse Arthur's in. And out you got Nicarima, Ben Murdoch Masilla, Valea, Dallin, Wotinis Lesniak, and SJ. So I think Walsh is really the only one you'd probably look at. Lodge you'd look at too, maybe, but I think that just hurts everyone in the Warriors team. Lodge coming back because it's going to take minutes off four middles, I think. Well, he does, he does he's. Commands football and he deserves to command the football too. And like, he plays decent minutes too. So if you remember towards the end of last year, he was their premium front rower and he was chugging on at eighty. He was doing paint hustings. Yeah. Um, so Nicarima's dropped out of the side and now SJ's gone as well. So they've got a completely new halves combination um, with Ash John Ash Taylor coming in 
and CHT moving into the halves. Yeah. Sort of half spew on in, get on CHT. Once again, could have never known that SJ was going to do a pack round one. Nah, well, CHT had to start and spot there for a while last year. Didn't really set the world on fire, so... This is true. Now, he's, he's still only young and he didn't really have much around him to work with, did he? No, nah, definitely not, but... Can't see Ash Taylor improving his game. If he was there with SJ, maybe. Well, I mean, he's been, my point is he's been training with SJ now. Yeah. You know, all pre-season. He's been training with Nicarima for the last year and a half. So he's hoping he's picked up some few things from them. Uh, and hopefully he's got good combinations with Ash and Reese out the back. It could be interesting to watch. Um, next one, Parramatta and the Sharks. Uh, the Sharks, no changes there, so... Nothing to talk about, really. And then the Eels, this is where a pe- couple of people are hurt. Berg's hurt. Uh, Russell out, Maddo out, and Jacob Arthur out. With Opchek coming in the centre, Wonga Blake moving to the wing, who are there like there. Nathan Brown comes onto the interchange bench, and Cardi comes onto the bench as well. Mm-hmm. With uh, Oregon Kafusi starting lock. That's interesting, Kafusi start. Oh, I can't see that going on for too long with Brownie pushing his way back on the bench. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see a late swap yeah. even. Yeah, otherwise they might just be easing his minutes back in. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I can see Wonga Blake winning there on the wing spot there where Russell scored three tries. Big body likes to do a bit of work too, so he won't Pretty be scared fast, to bring it yeah. out from the... Yeah, so... I like him as a smoky. But Wong is a dud. He's a I, dud don't, I don't think he's a dud. He's a good defensive centre. But when you put him on the end of a good back line like that, he's scoring tries. Old mate scoring tries. Yeah. So, Pretty much anyone in that back line scoring tries if they can stay on the field. Well, that's Sivo's side. He's gone till 10. It's only round two. Ideally, you can sit there for eight weeks, make some money, and you can get rid of him maybe hopefully top dollar, you know? Yeah, well, even if you can get five, six weeks out of him, see if he misses a few more than expected and Russell comes back early. But, yeah, well, um, I like him, personally. Um, and... What else was I going to say? I think that's about it for the Eels, isn't it? No, um, I think the middles are going to be affected, too, because there's so, just so many on the bench and starting to, so there's a lot of minutes to be shared around between just seven plays there. Um, Cowboys Raiders, Young Maney, uh, Jermaine Snow-Brown's out with, I think it's Nemi, coming into the team. So I don't think that affects anything super coach-wise. And for the Raiders, Snyder's out, who I don't think many played him in the first round anyway. He's just sitting there making money for everyone with Frawley in. And Hodgson's out with uh, Trevelyan coming into the team with Starling moving to start and hooker. So, still not 80 minutes, unfortunately, for Starling, but starting, it's a good sign, I suppose. I had him all pre-season and then sold him. I wouldn't jump on. No, no, either would I. I don't think it's a very big injury to Hodgson. I think four weeks, like they said. Yeah, I don't don't trust that hooker role. There's better there. I, I think Marshall King, who you were on early, looked pretty good and promising in a shit dog side. Um, So... He's another one I've sort of got my eye on a little bit. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, that's about it for that one. And the uh, game of the round, Knights-Tigers. Um, Tigers, 
Uh, Knights, sorry. There's no changes, so all good to go. And Tigers, welcome back. James Tamo with Luke Garner dropping off the reserves and Twile going back to the bench. So Which is really... good for two Lungy owners. Yeah, we were Garner pissed off. It's Yeah, shows his spot in the pecking order, I guess. <laughs> and then the Bulldogs, TPJ comes in. Uh, Waddell to the bench. Patolo out of the team. Go, go, go. Sorry, my bad. And, yeah, that's really the only change there. And then um, Skipper, Adam Reynolds is in for the Bulldogs, who I think is going to help all the backs there. And News in at fullback for Osako out. Anyway, yeah. And that's about it. All righty. Cool. Thank you very much, Con. Uh, so that's the ins and outs. Uh, the bag, Bergs, you got a bag for us yet? I do. It's um, look. I'm going to give it to the lowest 80 minute scoring player, basically, um, bar an injury. So if you get an injury, you're lucky. Even if you get in the 78th minute, I'll still ride that off as injury. Um, but Young Amone from the from the Dragons gets it this week. Um, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. What did he score? 23. Mulatalo got 13 in 80 minutes. Did he really? Yes. Well, Mulatalo gets it. There you go. We get two bags. <laughs> Con's given one this week and I'm giving one to Amon. So, two bags. Mulatalo and Amon. Juzzy. Riveting. Uh, all right, cool. Well, in that case, uh, I think I've got... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We've got Brad Smith to talk about uh, some PPM. So Brad Smith has done uh, another write-up this week. He's been pumping them out every single week uh, over on supercoach360.com. He focuses pretty much on PPM and, yeah, he's been documenting through the trials and now through round one he's going to keep it going. So this is, uh, yeah, PPM with Brad Smith uh, for round one. G'day super coaches and uh, glad to see everybody out there. Glad to see the football was back on again for round one. Everybody survived, I hope. Nobody flushed their phone down the toilet, threw it against the wall, or uh, you know, I've even heard reports of uh, of uh, yeah, people throwing it out into the street outside and letting cars run over it and deleting the app. So complete frustration with round one and uh, a lot of Fallen super coach guns, not necessarily getting the scores that people were expecting. Um, but don't let that deter you, and don't worry. You put those guns in your team for a reason. So your players like Walker and Teddy and um, a host of other ones that didn't get those high scores, don't worry, they will come. Uh, remember the rule of super coach: never trade a gun. Um, 
Okay, now this week I put another article up on uh, Supercoach360. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, supercoach360.com, there's a website there. Make your way over there. Every single Tuesday you'll find lots of teams analysis being put up by Roscoe and Timo and uh, Bergs has his inputs there as well. Rick has, has some great articles. Um, and I've always got one floating about there early in the week to do with uh, points per minute and some other statistical highlights that might have come out of the week of football. Um, this week, we saw a, uh, a number uh, of stars, as we just mentioned, Paul, but we're not going to really concentrate on them. I'm just going to mention a couple of ones that um, shone. Uh, and the, the, probably the, the first one that, that really stood out um, was Kikau, Billy Armour Kikau, made my seagulls look quite silly. Um, Kikau got an 87 Supercoach points at a point per minute of 1.5. I think he only played about uh, 50 minutes. Um, had 20 tackles, one try assist for tackle bus to boot. Uh, but the interesting part is the 1.5 ppm and the fact that he did all this nearly on, on a lot of base points as well. There's no, uh, there was no try involved there to, to boost his point, his, uh, his points up. Um, his edge second row mate on the other side, uh, which was uh, Liam Martin, he um, also got a really good score of... Uh, of around 80 at a point per minute of, of one. He played a full 80 minutes. Um, so for those owners that have him, yeah, you're very good, very good. I'm not convinced he's a trade this week, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend against it either. I think he's going to knock you out some good points around about 60-odd average every single week. Um, but he's not going to get a try every week, so just just remember that, folks, when you're, you're trading him in. The kick owl, he was absolutely monstrous. All right, I'm going to quickly mention this fella. Now, the advantage of listening to this recording over the article I put up uh, is I didn't mention this bloke in the article, um, and I probably should have. So for those that are watching here, you get a sneaky little tip. Tyson Frizzell, 76 super coach points, so basically one uh, point per minute. Um, uh, he ran over 100 metres, uh, 35 tackles, which was huge. As, as you're working your way in the middle there, he's, he's done very well. Um, five tackle busts, um, all contributing to those 76 points. Another one that uh, he doesn't have a try in there to, to boost those points up. So uh, just imagine if he had a try as well, he'd be over 100. Um so just over 500,000 for those people that have, uh, say, Lolo, if you're, if you're looking to trade Tomalolo out, which I think possibly, um, based upon the fact that the coach lied to us and that he didn't play increased minutes and that he only just got through 50 minutes tonight, um, yeah, you probably <laughs> he's one that a lot of uh, coaches will be looking to, to move on. Um, I'm lucky I didn't. The Hopper's Finger team didn't... Uh, didn't have uh, Tom Lolo in it, although I was tempted several times. But he, um, so Frizzell, he could be another sneaky one that's um, for around about the same price. 
uh, yeah, I, I'd be really looking at, at moving move, moving on him. He's certainly a very good one. In the article there, you you will see a number of uh, very uh, players that are of uh, of interest that can move in um, for second rowers that have been underperforming this weekend, which there, there were a, a number of um, uh, players like that that stunk up our team. As I said before, I'm not really looking at moving on any guns this week, so your teddies, etc. Yeah, don't rage trade, folks. Just leave them there. Be patient. It'll um, you'll it'll it, the points will come. The points will come. All right. So that was Brad. Brad. Brad and the boys have been doing some wonderful gear on the um, 360 website. My only suggestion. Is go there, find it out in our off season. We spent time looking for these blokes. I think we're going to Timio and his fear factor. He's done amazing. The first fear factor player that I'm looking at this week is Payne Haas. Now, Payne Haas is arguably the most feared front rower in NRL Supercoach. The bloke is a one man wrecking ball in both attack and defence, and I, for one, am extremely scared of what this man Mountain can do. Uh, as a super coach player, he's currently at 54% ownership, so obviously there's plenty of other coaches that agree. Now, across the last season, he scored 1,359 super coach points with an average of 68 points per game, and that was across an average of 60 minutes per game. This equated to 1.13 points per minute, and that was through a 20 game cycle from sample size, sorry, from last season. In the opening rounds of 2022, uh, my beloved Broncos, the Payne Haas actually plays for, obviously, have a mixed bag of games against both top and bottom teams from last year's competition. Last Friday night, the boys kicked off the season with a hard-fought win against the Bunnies, uh, winning that game 11 points to four. Now, in past seasons, Payne has averaged 64 Supercoach points against South Sydney with a top score of 81. On Friday night, though, he pumped out a new PB with 91 Supercoach points in 71 minutes of game time, and that was all on pure brace stats. In the game, he had 24 runs for 188 metres, including a massive 76 post-contact metres. He also made 38 tackles, uh, which shows he's just as good in defence as he is with the ball in his hand. And naturally, if he keeps those sorts of scores up, his ownership will skyrocket before too much longer. In round two, the Broncos play the Bulldogs on Sunday afternoon, and against the Doggies, he averages 58 Supercoach points with a top score of 85. Uh, yeah, with a top score of 85. The Dogs got off to a winning start themselves against the Cowboys, although the game went down to the wire. It was a pretty dire affair to watch on TV, that's for sure. In round three, plus Haas plays, sorry, Haas plays our traditional Queensland derby game against the North Queensland Cowboys here at Suncorp Stadium on a Sunday afternoon. In past seasons, Haas has averaged 73 Supercoach points against North Queensland with a high score of 82 points. This is always a cracking game of footy, regardless of where both teams are on the table. And I'll be there at the game, no doubt with beer in hand. And uh, it's always going to be a The game is just always a cracker. So I've got no doubt that it's going to continue on that way. In the following rounds, Payne uh, has the Warriors, uh, which he scored 88 points on average, uh, with 104 point max. He then has the Roosters with an 81 points per game average, 102 max, and the Panthers with a 93 average, 
and 112 max, which at a glance suggests that generally Payne Haas seems to score better against the higher teams in the competition. Obviously, then the stronger forward pack so that he seems to face as well uh, seems to get him more super coach points. Now, look, let's be real. If the Broncos are going to have a big season this year, they're going to need Payne Haas firing on all cylinders. So, look, performance that he played against um, on the, uh, the Friday night against the Bunnies, if that's anything to go by, he's going to be in for a really big season and the Broncos certainly need him fit and firing. So the reasons why I didn't... Well, let's try again. So I don't actually have Payne Haas, and this is one of the biggest reasons as to why I've identified him for a Fear Factor player this week. So to be completely honest, the price tag of 595800 was just too big for me to fit into my starting team at the start of the year with the game plan that I was running for this Supercoach 2022 season. The reason for that being that I started with... Um, with Tommy Turbo at fullback and James Tedesco and also went with uh, David Fajita in the second row. So unfortunately I had to make some cuts somewhere and with those three players uh, costing a fair amount of my 10 million budget I had to try and find somewhere to squeeze and Payne Haas just didn't quite make it as much as I would love to have him there. So look the guy's an absolute beast, he scores at will if he continues, like I said, the rest of the season is how he started on Friday night. He's going to be an absolute must in your front row. And I'm already starting to look at ways that I can possibly get him in sometime in the next two or three weeks. As far as the fear factor goes, I've given him a five out of five because the bloke is just amazing. He grabs the ball, he hits hard and just scores super coach points at will. Alrighty, so thank you very much to Timmy O'Connor for that one. Just going to double check over here that you guys can hear me out there. Um, So let's just clarify, it wasn't a tech issue. Can you guess what it was? It's like a Where's Wally. To spot the difference, hold on, let's just flick back to Bergs now. Let's spot the difference. Somebody's already spotted it. Hold on, go back, go back. Oh, there you go, holding the microphone. So Bergs, you had something to say after that? I did, I did. Well, now we can thank Timmy O and Brad O for their their hard work and their efforts. Um, if you do want to check out more from the boys, it's, uh, go to supercoach360.com. Not sure if you heard my spiel a minute ago, so we're going to go again. Um, the boys have been... Like, we went out, um, found some boys that are better than us at Supercoach, um, and they've started handing on their information to guys, our coaches like you. Um at the end of at the end of the day, we just tried to build something good for the community, something that us boys weren't putting out to the uh, to the community. I was getting a lot of feedback on we lack a lot of things, and and we just hope that these boys actually bring you the goods. Uh, I know they do because I check out their stuff. And if you want to check out their stuff, check out free uh, uh, supercoach three sixty dot com with some W's in the front. That's it, www.supercoach360.com. Um, special shout-out. So we have Brad Smith, Ross Mann, Tim O'Connor, Paul Cannon, and Julian Leggy uh, from... Uh, the Supercoach Hub Discord as well. They've been doing some great work over there. If you want to become a contributor, we're looking for anyone who wants to produce quality Supercoach content for the site. So just make sure you either use the link on the site under the team, become a contributor, or just shoot us an email, supercoach360podcast at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, massive shout-outs to Timmy for his fear factor. Payne Haas, boys. Timmy gave him a five out of five. What do you reckon? Do you need him? Is he must have? Can you go first? Um, <clears throat> I 
not as a must must have like a lot of people think now after he's ninety one. But yeah, I think he's I think you're gonna have to have him. But I think his score's a bit inflated. Yeah. Yeah, because he had four offloads effective on the weekend. Last year he had nine total, and over the last three years he only had 39, so that averages out to 13 a season. If he doesn't keep up that four a game and drops down, it goes back to 75-ish, so he's still a must-have, but not desperately need him right now, I don't think. I'm an owner. Um, I, lucky, I, I, lucky I well, I brought him in. I, 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 just, I knew, you know what I mean. Eventually, I'm going to need him. At the time, I thought it was just, it was a sort of good play for me to have him. Um, I just didn't like Uto after I seen him in the trial. He wasn't doing paint hard stuff for yeah. me. Um, and I thought, well, I'd, I'd, without trying to wing it there, I've got him there. You know what I mean? And he, he produced for me on the weekend. And I'm happy. Fear factor is for me is is that he regresses. You know what I mean? He's not going to get 90s every week. Um, and he he can easily, if they get too far in front, there's no point put leaving a bloke like Payne out there. You know what I mean? He's just getting wasted when you can use other other blokes to see where they're at. Um, so, yeah, he's, he is going to be a guy you're going to want to finish with. Um, I, wouldn't move he- I wouldn't move heaven and earth to bring him in this week, personally, unless I had, like, what you had... At the end of last week, a little bit of a war chest sitting there, and I could upgrade for probably a hundred grand. I probably wouldn't want to upgrade for one fifty because I need the money for other spots, especially with the injuries and stuff. What, would you upgrade from another healthy person, or would you just? Well, ideally, if I was, I in a perfect world, um, I would have had Welch. Yeah. As knowing that he's now probably the premium front rower at Melbourne, blah blah blah, and he's got injured, so. That's where I'd be. I'd I would hope to have had Welsh. I probably wouldn't have upgraded if he was my Aiden Fenua Blake or someone like that who's fit for this week. I wouldn't upgrade someone who's fit. There's no real point in doing that unless they yeah. miserably failed last week and they're benched. What about this week. Junior Paulo who scored a 37 last week and doesn't look like getting increased minutes this week. <sighs> you could still wait. You could still wait and see, but if potentially. You would have injuries this week. Most people would have just with how I highly own a few yeah. of those guys were. And for me, I think that's where you want to plug your holes first is your, is your injured concerns. All righty. So um, just quickly uh, before we move on, Brad Smith was talking uh, about some of the PPM machines from the weekend. So Villa Kicks, either of you guys owners? No, not. no. You were talking a few a few times about Billy Kicks though in the off season. Um, I, just can't, I just can't bring myself to do it. I've been an owner in the past, and I think it was the year he went from cheapy to gun. And yeah. I'm not sure I jumped on the year after just because he relies so much on attacking stats. Uh, but Brad said he's he's obviously worked on his work rate. Uh, was needed, I think. Was there an injury in the front row there last week? Well, there was with Leota. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that could be another thing. But I don't think that affects him. I think he's only played about 57 minutes or something. Yeah. Kicks. So. Well, he does kick stuff on his, on his edge. Well, um, he looked good. Penrith looked good as a whole, so. Well, Sean O'Sullivan just yeah. plugged that hole nicely and knife, didn't he? Yeah, they didn't really miss the beat. No. All right, and also then just quickly, Tyson Frizzell. That was Brad Sneaky, not mentioned in the article, but someone who he's definitely looking at. I believe he's going to come up on the watch list in a minute too. 
Frizzell? I'm a fan. I had him last year. Yeah? 77 in 80 minutes with only a try contribution, so pretty much all base stats. That's it. So base. what's a contribution worth? Two points. Four. Four, yeah. Four points. So 73 without that is yeah. phenomenal. And and we all remember the bloke. He's got a work. He's got a motor and a work ethic on him. Yeah, definitely. Um, is he doing the work for Kurt Mann and stuff, or is Kurt Mann doing his own work in there? Like, is he making them extra tackles? Is he going to do it every week? No, I think, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can see it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just like the Angus Crichton kind of thing of the Roosters. Just yeah. gets in the middle and works hard. Just a gun, yeah. Another one I want to point out is Max King. Come off the bench for the Bulldogs. Had a one point per minute of 1.4 in 38 minutes. So 55 points in 38 minutes at 188k. If you don't have him, you got to get on. Yeah. Well, he's a great... He's the, he's the downgrade for a young Maney or... Yeah. Or oh, something like that. Yeah, anyone pretty much. You Welsh? Get on. Would you downgrade Welsh to him? Uh, oh, no. Because if you had like, a good third... Who's who was Welsh your premium front row? Like was he the guy you had locked in as your your guy? Like your pain heart sort of thing? Yeah, well my front row was AFB, Welsh and Arrow. So I feel like I can safely downgrade and put Arrow there and I'd probably still be playing King off the bench. Oh, so you don't have Max King? No. No. You got the other King, Josh so King? I'd, I'd, oh, wait. Do I have, no, actually, I think I do have Max King. I don't have Josh King. I was going to say, I'd probably get a rubber guy, Welsh to pain heart. Just I, can't, can't afford it. I no. just can't quite afford it without doing an extra trade because there's been no price change yet. It really means okay. sacrificing somewhere. You don't want to do a boost week one? or uh, Strongly considering doing a boost week one, week one, actually. I've looked at one which allows me to get Payne Haas and Harry Grant at the expense of Reed Marnie and um, Christian Welch. And involves I don't think a you trade out Reed. No, but I think I do want Harry Grant. I think Harry Grant's a must-have, especially now with Brandon out for five weeks. Yeah, but Wishard's still on the bench. Yeah, but what's Wishart going to take away from him? 20 minutes, uh, like, at most. He'll, he'll be doing what Cheese was doing. He'll be getting 60 minutes. He won't be getting 20 minutes at the end the way that Harry was. And even then, with 20 or 40 minutes, he was getting massive scores because he'd come on and just change the game or make a play, get a try, get a line break. Plus well, the thing, that, the thing also then was by the time Harry gets into the game, the sting's gone. Jesus wrecked him. Yeah, and it's it's one of them things. Now Harry has to start. He's got to he's got to get or into even, the intensity game. Whereas instead, you've come on the intense player. You know what I mean? You haven't run the ball yet. You're, you're hyper fit. You know. Even if Wishart starts, I still don't think the tempo he plays out compared to Cheese is going to tire him out like. Cheese would be in hooker and then Harry coming on on the back of that. Look, Harry's a must-have, no doubt about it. But uh, it, it, because you've got Reid Marnie, who's a player, like have you not had the injuries that everyone else caught this week? or Not as many, no. So I think you bought Reid at the start of the year. I think you got to sort of... Yeah, give him a few. Like, there, was no, there was absolutely no defence in the first half of that Parramatta-Titans game. It was just end-to-end and... Marnie builds his score on tackle, 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 tackle. So if there's no defence to be had, it's hard for him to build up a score. At least give him another week. Yeah, fair call, fair call. If I'm you've just... got to get the, go the Harry route, then you're going to have to go another way. I, that's just my opinion. You can't go Randall to Harry after a one-week No, day. you can't. And Randall, so... Randall is impressive. He's going to make money. Yeah. Um, 47, it's not shocking. For a 245k play, you don't have to play him. But he's... He's definitely going to make some money and you'll be overturning him at the right time, hopefully. 
Yeah, well then, I think I'll probably be sitting on Welch for a week. I might just move him to the bench because I think I'll be using his cash to make that move, whatever I do, whether it's the upgrade to Payne Haas or whether it's the um, upgrade to Harry Grant somehow. I'll need to be using his cash to do it. So I think he goes and sits on the bench then and I give Marnie one more week and then I'll make that decision after two weeks as to whether I bring Harry in. you got to be... It's, look, without put, put, putting too much doubt into your mind, like it's... It's one of them things. Could Reed get hurt next week, and then you double down on injuries? You know, like it, it's one of them things where you, you've, he's a five hundred thousand dollar player. It's the start of the year. Um, having five hundred grand sitting Lou when he's definitely not coming back is is a waste of your week, if you know what I mean. If you're not going to use the money and plug a good hole now, then well. I've got, I... You sort of got to find Make a way. Make up your bloody mind, mate. No, you've got to find a way, I think. But like, I can't. That's the thing. Like, otherwise, I'm, I'm using three trades, and then I can get two of them, but you guys are trying to talk me out of doing one, right? And that's the, that's the thing. I've got two people in that position. One of them is an essential cheapie for the year. The other is Reed Marnie. And now, Harry Grant, starting hooker, five weeks. And more importantly... Give it one more week. Have a look. If Marnie cracks out another 37, pull yeah, the trigger 100%. and go for it. But if Marnie comes out with a 60-70 or whatever... And and Harry only comes out maybe 55 or whatever. See, then... I don't think that's what's going to be the case, though. My fear is that Harry's going to come out and be the Nathan of hookers and just be 20 points ahead of the pack. And if you don't have him... Because that's what he's shown us. Look when he was the 80-minute hooker well, for the Tigers. Well, then you've still, got two, you've still got another week before the price changes and shit anyway. So and and you've, got, you've got that extra week before <clears throat> Harry's price changes as well. Fair call, fair call. All right, speaking of trying to figure out who to actually bring into your Supercoach team, we have got Buy, Hold, Sell, thanks to the good people at Supercoach Tragics. Uh, I believe it's Julian Leggy that's done... No, 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 it's, I think it's Paul, Paul, Paul Cannon that's done the Buy, Hold, Sell for us. Oh, it is, it is Julian. Thank you. Julian has done it. It's separated into two articles on the website. Um so jump in there. He pretty much gives you the rundown on any Supercoach relevant players. If you're Armin and Aaron, you can get his opinion on it. Um, so, Con, you want to take us through some of the uh, the key inclusions uh, there? Berg's going to do this okay, one. Berg's um, going to do this one. Are we doing a watch? Pardon? This yeah, why not? from the Panthers. Watch Liam Martin, 80 points. Um, he played 80 minutes on an edge, 28 tackles, six tackle breaks, seven Heat ups over eight meters, I'm guessing, and six under. However, five missed tackles, minus four in penalties, and minus two in errors. A BP of sixty. That's base points, I think. Yeah, base points. If power. anyone's looking for that, um, what BP is. Um, errors are concerned, but he also needs a try and a line break to crack eighty, which was sort of expected. Um, so yeah, he's a watch, and then buy Isaac Targo. For anyone who missed him, um, if for some reason you didn't start with Targo, get him in ASAP. 22 tackles with only one missed, five tackle breaks, six hit-ups over eight metres, three hit-ups under. Uh, without without the try, still a solid play each week in the second row or the centre wing for a 47 in base and power. Well, I'm pretty sure Burton led their try scoring last year in that position, so that's a good sign. Well, Crichton, Crichton got his $700,000 a year in that position too, if you remember. He was he was left centre at that left time. Left centre yeah. and just Source was outside yeah. him. Source, if we all remember, if you own Source that year, it was shit. I mean, yeah. So that's the spot to be. It is a spot. It's the Panthers attack. Like, 
they use it. You've got kicks there, you've got Luai there, and you've got whoever their strike center is, you know? All right, so Isaac Targo. Yeah, bye. Bye. That's definite. What is that it? No. All right. <laughs> From Manly. Um, all right, watch Bullimore. Now I agree with this. Don't rush out and... Um, there's there's more to these, so go to the website and read them. I'm just glazing through I mean, Bullimore's scrappy in defence, scored a try on stroke a half-time, pretty much out of luck, and... Managed to pull out 62, so and he still played the full 80 minutes, didn't he? Yeah, he played the full 80 minutes on an edge. However, Lawton did cop a HIA after two minutes and looked to have that edge until at least Schuster returns. Scored through 38 tackles, four missed. One tackle break, three hit-ups over eight metres, five hit-ups under. Had an error for a total of 51 base and power. Solid if he keeps it up, just don't expect the try every week. Um, now, he says here, sell to Foa Sipley, um, 31 points, 28 minutes as a starting prop is a concern for anyone who jumped on, 14 tackles, 1 missed, 9 hit-ups for over 8 metres, 2 hit-ups for under 8 metres with an error giving him a base and power of 34. Now, I think he was guys, he was guys, guys, guys cheapy, um, would, would you agree with that? I personally would never have jumped on Sipley with. Nah, but the, well, we if, had the revel. If, if you went him over a Max King, I'd definitely be making that move. Well, I think we found the revelation in someone put it in the comments. LOA will be back. Yeah. So he he's, and he didn't even come back and still ruined him. Yeah, well that's it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Penseca was on the bench and he's yeah. he's also started a lot last year for him. So I, I just didn't see where his minutes were coming from, but still he was on the right track with going potty. So, I guess, you know. Uh, all right, in the Raiders. Now, I watch, I watch down at the Raiders. Now, your boy, did you end up getting on Joe Tarpany? I did. You did. Now, 44 minutes when Hodgson plays six is a concern. However, that high-risk reward that you can get more than 20 tackles, four missed. Um, a tackle break, three offloads, one ineffective. 12 hit-ups over eight metres, four under. And a base and power of 64 points. Just needs more time in the in the lock or the front row position. Well, that's it. I, I can't see him getting any less time, but more time would be great. If yeah. you could up that to 55, close to 60, because he's more than capable of it, that'd be ideal. He'd be up there with Payne Arsish. Yep. Now, in here, we've got to watch Tom Starling. Uh, I fully agree with that. Don't you? I'd watch as well, um, especially with Hodjo only a couple of weeks back. Um, he played 74 minutes after Hodge went down. The prognosis is he could return in two weeks, so there's some con- concerns about how long he will start for. I feel it's more concerning that if he scored 46 points in 74 minutes, that including a, a try, what's a TS? Try assist. Try assist. Try assist, 12 points, 42 in base and points with a minus 8 in negatives. Would seriously wait and watch for another week. That's that's a massive point there. Those kind of numbers I wouldn't even bother watching with Hodgson back sooner rather than later. I'd just steer clear. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Uh, now, by Brad Schneider. Now, I know he's got COVID this week, um, but he's not wrong. I probably, if you can hold out and don't have to use the trade this week and fix other holes, you can wait till next week now, especially with the COVID. But again, if you didn't start with him, 
get him in. 28 tackles, 2 missed, 4 hit-ups over 8 metres, 2 hit-ups under. He did kick a ball dead with 2 errors expected from a rookie half. And 16 in goal kicks. That, as a half, can be included as base. So 54 as a soluble played, playable score for a rookie half. Um, I definitely wouldn't get on this week because he's not playing. But next week, or at least before the price rise, you, you should be looking at getting on him. Um, he's going to make some cash. Agreed? Yeah, he hits a ball well too when he kicks the goals. Yeah. All right, Sharky's now... Uh, watch Nico Hines. Now, I, I fully was watching Nico Hines, and he looked impressive. He passed the eye test um, with Nico's. He got one try assist. Uh, he, he kicked some goals, 17 tackles, two missed, two tra- uh, tackle breaks, one offload, one line break assist, seven hit-ups over eight metres, seven hit-ups under eight metres, with a penalty and an error for a solid 78 points from a creative and a base and power for Hines at his new club was one certainly consider and watch closely. Um, he did well, Nico. I, I can only see him getting better as the team around him gets to know the way Nico plays. So a 72 out of his first hit up in a, a decent game. Well, any half that runs the ball 14 times a game and kicks goals, you're already off to a great start there without throwing in the creativity. So Yeah. Now I've got a couple. Now I've had a few mentions uh, about Teague. Uh, I've had a few mentions about Teague Wilton. Uh, Thirty-one tackles, four tackle breaks, two offloads, five hit-ups over eight, seven under, two penalties and an error. Base and power for sixty-four points. Definitely option if he holds that edge spot. I think we were talking about it earlier. Old mate's gone for at least six weeks, five weeks. Yeah, I think Graham's about six weeks ish. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we'll leave it at that. If you want to find out some more about those guys, um, there's there's a stack. Every single team's got one written up about them. So go and have a look on the website. And thanks, Julian, for that. That's, that's outstanding. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Alrighty. Yeah, thank you very much to Julian there from the Supercoach Hub Discord. Link is in the description. Make sure if you're on Discord, you uh, add their channel and get involved. Bunch of really knowledgeable people in there doing some great work for the Supercoach community. Thank you very much. Um, 
And as Berg said, if you are looking for more content uh, and, you know, all the extra content from these, make sure you check out the Supercoach 360 YouTube channel. Just search for Supercoach 360 on YouTube uh, or check out the website, supercoach360.com. Uh, Bergs, so yeah. you wanted to talk about, uh, well, you, you did a little piece this week on Teddy and Turbo and what's the conundrum there? Pretty much there's no viable cheapies left. If you started with Turbo and a cheapie in that position, there's not really many options left there. No, well, i got... Do you have to sell Turbo this week, Bergs? No, but in, in that same breath, if your team's in dire straits, I can say, yeah, you know, as long as you've got a Sloan or someone that you can plug the hole with instead of just selling someone who's... A, and you're going to have to use your boost most likely as well. Because um, selling a player that's actually playing this week is going to be hard if you've got a lot of injuries. But I got a message on the weekend. Um, I won't vouch names because, you know, they may, may not want their full team divulged. But they messaged me saying, I've got turbo, but the rest of my team's a bit up to shit. I've been struck with injuries and rah, rah, rah. I said, well, if your team's still going to pump out a 900 or, or close to a 1,000, you remain competitive. You know what I mean? You can stay out there. But if you're going to if you're going to drop down to an 800 score, say, I think you might have to bite the bullet and use the money. Um, it's one of those things. You bought him in, I think, in your head, you would have had to have known playing the grand finalist. He wasn't going to turn up. He's got... We all assumed the Roosters were going to do a number on the, on Newcastle and we assumed that new, uh, Roosters were going to come out for a bang. Didn't look that great on the weekend, so you can't assure the win this week. Like last week, I was pretty much assured on the win to the Roosters, you know, before a ball was kicked. Now that I've seen the Roosters play, I'm not so sold on them beating Manly the way I thought they were going to. So Turbo is now a chance of probably pulling a ton in that game. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and then when he plays the dogs, he's <clears throat> he's a definite chance of a buck fifty after the shit they put up on Sunday. So he's going to repay the faith. It's a matter of it's a matter of whether or not your rest of your team can handle you making that decision to start with him or not. Um, do you see do you see any merit in holding or selling if you have or haven't got? No, oh, I can see the merit in selling and holding definitely. Yeah. You started with him for a reason, obviously. Well, you know. You know and he's going to get the points. To sell him, I can see the merit in that too. If you're selling him and downgrading to a puppy or a teddy, who I don't think you're going to be that far behind him, you're upgrading two other positions by Five, 20, 30 points 000. a position and 60 points, 50 points in total, well, then, yeah, I can see the upside in it, but... Big call to pull the trigger on selling turbo after round one. Well, it is, it is, and it, but I think it's the money factor because I've wrote, yeah, it, I I wrote it down here. Like turbo one point two six million for a sixty two, Teddy seven hundred and sixty thousand for thirty for thirty two, Paps six hundred ninety four thousand for a seventy one, um, Sloan four hundred forty seven thousand for a seventy eight. Um, won't score tries every week, but like we said. Well, um, then you've got Troll coming back this week too, 721,000, 92% ownership. So if Puppy be, and Teddy don't fire and Troll does, you could get a leg up. Could be the good shout. Edwards as well shined at 491 <coughs> for 72. And Hines with a 70. Oh, he got a 77, Edwards, sorry. And Hines at 685. Now, I see I see the merit. If, you, if you're doing the math on the points there, um, 
Turbo may not get a ton this week, but when you put, when you put the math next to the dogs the week after, where you just assume he's going to go nuts. Um, but you can't assume. I can. I watched you the can't. dogs play. I, I watched a little bit of the dogs play on the weekend. It was terrible. Yeah, but you still can't assume. Manly's attack wasn't that great. And Golo Panthers' defence was awesome. But you, you can't assume this early in the season. You don't know how it's going to play out yet, I don't think. So if you're going to down, if you're going to downgrade a turbo, would you go for the cheaper option of a Sloaner and Edwards, or would you plug the hole with the the multi-talented Hines? Or like you said yourself, if he's going to run 14 times a game, kick goals, and he could nearly outdo some of the fullbacks, or at least stick it with the big boys. Yeah, definitely. Um, so. He's 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 a watch for me, Nico. I'm a very big fan of Nico. I've seen a few people with Nico in at fullback. It surprised me, but well, it's not stupid because it's it's easy knife money as well if he goes if he goes well. You know, not if you got him at fullback. No, you still you sell him, but yeah, but all the fullbacks cost the same amount. Yeah, but you sw- you just swap them around. Bang! You should have jewels everywhere, boys. I can move just about anywhere. Yeah, he's the only dual half back fullback. Yeah, well, I may. Well, even if you kept him, you could easily keep him as that other premiums half. You know what I mean? Uh, with a knife, if you can afford to get a knife another way. Oh, where were you at? Uh, question time. Questions. Bergs, okay. you got some questions there, buddy? I do, man. Um, Joel Ashton, who are you boys backing in in the hookers? Who who you reckon will be the two best hookers by the end of the year? Yeah, even go average on. wise. Yeah, Cheese Grant, Cheese and Harry Grant, no smoky in there. No, I tend to agree. Uh, depending on how many weeks Cheese is going for. Well, it's on average, you said so. Yeah, yeah, he's still got to come back and go well. You'll be right. Um, Juzzy, you on that? Yeah. All right. Johnny Renara. Sorry if I butchered any names tonight. It'll sound like chasing last week's points, but Martin on an edge for 80 minutes. Is well, he... we discussed that a bit. Yeah. Is there. he yes or no for you? It's a no for me. Does he? Yeah. Yes for you? He's a watch and see for me. Um, I wouldn't jump straight on this week. He's got a, he got a try last week. Yeah, like with, the, with the pluses and minuses in the base power, he got 53. Yeah. So, to be... Up near a 65, 70 average, you'd have to score a try every second week at least. Well, if I'm going to run that gamble with anyone in that side, the it'd be kick out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they're attacking left. We know the points flow heavily for Penrith on that side. Um, he'd definitely be more of an option for me. Kicks. I know he's um, a little bit dearer, but I don't think it's too much. Um, Jamie Flynn. I'm thinking... Changing Kiri to Munster, or should I just hold Kiri as he's only just come back from an injury? Could attribute to his low score. I'd give at least another week. Yeah, same thing as Reid Marnie, eh? Like, you just, you've got these guys. I know I know low scores put, put things in your head, and sometimes it is good to jump off, but he's a playmaker. He's in a, he's in a, a noted gun side. Um, they did. They were clunky last week, but you assume they're only going to get better. They're the Roosters. I know he's never been a gun, but you just don't sell guns round one. You just don't do it. Yeah. 
All right, hold on. I've got a few people here on the live that I just want to say g'day to before we move on. I'll find some questions through here as well, no doubt. Uh, so Scott Scott Smith, Ross Mann, Todd Greasley says round one carnage. How good? Um, Lance Lovely. George is in there. Barry McCormick, early days, boys. It's all good. Uh, Shannon Pinkowski says, surely the fuel companies get a bag. I mean, yeah, look, we're trying not yeah. to be political this year, but yes, 100%. It's getting crazy. Okay, we'll go, Shell. Uh, Brad Smith is in there. Mark Hindle says, boys, what terrible round one scores. Todd Greasley wants to know, uh, is it too early to sack Marnie? High scoring game, stuff all attacking stats. Yes. Just straight yes. All right, yeah. you boys have already talked me out of that one. Uh, Shegog Dale says, hey, lads, I know this is a stupid question. Hey, there are no stupid questions. Stupid people. No, no, no. Bergs will give you a stupid <laughs> answer, but... Yeah. Uh, I know this is a stupid question considering Para has a dream, but would you consider trading Turbo to bring in Edwards and Gutho? Bergs. Hell no. Not Gutho. Um, or Edwards. Or, oh, if, you need, if you need the money, I could see either Sloaner and Edwards because they're under 500k. Uh, might be his, his reasoning for that there. Um... Because then he can get... Who was the other one? Uh, Edwards and Gutho. Because Gutho, I think, is dear, isn't he? He's 600,000 odd. Yeah, um, possibly. So, yeah, he'd have to be looking at um, Edwards, Gutho for that money. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't go Gutho. I don't I don't think he's going to... If, if Dill Bags is going to start coming of age, it's going to start taking away from Gutho as well, you know, because he'll start... Owning that left side of he's a bit more than letting Guffo run his own show down there. I think it's crazy. All right, sweet as convert man, a few words, but potent. Justin Askew's in there. Hey, boys. Sean O'Vera says, who hit the thousand, boys? 975 here with uh, Brandon Smith's two and Turbo as captain. Mate, good work. Must have a fairly solid team. I'll tell you now, none of us hit uh, a thousand this week for the Supercoach None of us hit 900. Yeah, it's here. Away. <laughs> so, who goes first, just quickly? I got uh, 871, I think, with Teddy as captain and Brandon Smith. I got 876. Uh, puppy, and Billy Smith. Puppy captain. Smith. Yeah, I think I played Billy Smith. 899 with Babe Smith as well. Brutal. Captain who? Pappy. Ah, it's Bass, that's where you got us. All right, uh, Barry McCormick says, I know we can't bring him in yet, but surely Juki gets a crack in Civo's spot. Um, no, it's been, it's Wunga Blake. Who gets the spot, sorry? Dukey. D-U-K-I. So maybe it's, uh... No, Wunga Blake got it. Um, he beat, he beat a cheapie from somewhere, but no, it's, it's definitely Wunga. Wunga got it. All right, uh, there's a bunch of people telling you to jump on your microphone from earlier. Sorry, guys. Uh, Taylor Morton says, Latrell pod fullback. What do you reckon? Absolutely love yeah. it. Yeah, look, I like I like Chell as a pod fullback. We'll, probably wouldn't jump on this week. I want I want to wait and see what they dish up. I want to have a look if he's kicking goals or not. I just want to see what they're going to dish up this week after a bit of a poor performance against Brisbane last week. Looked a bit clunky. Um, give Ilias nothing. So yeah, one of those things. Okay, um, Watto, Jared Watson. Is pain harsh, and I don't like to use the term, but a must-have. 
Well, I think we asked the answer today, haven't we? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think you guys all say yes. Timmy says yes. PPM-wise, he's an absolute monster as well. So, yeah, I think you've just got to do it. I don't think you have to pull the trigger this week, but he's definitely got to come in. Bergs, sooner. are you pulling any trades this week? Because everything yeah, you said... I have to. So what trades are you actually pulling the trigger on? Since you're not going to pull the trigger on anything else. Chase DeGrant. Yeah. Um, and Madison to someone. All right, cool. Uh, oh, yeah, forgot me. Shannon Bukowski. Can I please have the login details of someone who knows what the fuck they're doing? Well, you're not getting any of our teams because we're shit as you are. Shannon, we all lousy. No. <laughs> um, I don't know who who did do well this week. I know we took out the 1% comp, so as a whole, we did the best out of the podcasters. Go team. Well done, fellas. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Hold on. I've, got, I've, I've actually got a live question from Shannon. Um, Shannon. <laughs> says, Aitken to Liam Martin and Tanua Brown to Bullimore as trade options. What do you reckon? What, what was that? Uh, Aitken to Liam Martin and Tanua Brown to Bullimore. Is Tumanua Brown to Bullimore sideways, or is it worth it because of the injury? I'd go Young Maney to one of the Kings. Either one of the Kings before I went to Bullimore, for me. And what about you, Con? Aitken to Liam Martin? No, not for me. No? What about the other one? Um, Maney, Young Maney to Bullimore, or Young Maney to a King? Oh, well, if you don't have the Kings, I'd go Max King, definitely. But... Oh, I'm not a big hater as Bullymore as everyone else. He's going to be a slow burn, but if you got him in there, that's good. But would you would you use a trade to get him in? Probably not. Fair enough. Uh, Chris McClelland says, "Sorry for my tardiness. Training went a bit longer tonight. What's everyone's thinking about Sean Russell? Is he a hold? It'll depend on the weeks. Um, it's very much an unknown, I think, with a punctured lung. I think it's oh, all going to punch- heal. It's confirmed punctured. Yeah, yeah broken punctured. ribs, punctured lung. Oh, he's he's a goner then. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I think, you, well, in saying that, there's no real options. So unless you can upgrade with some money, I don't think there's another cheapie around his price that's jumped out and said, grab me after Violea went down too from the Warriors as a cheapie. Well, I think a lot of people either have... Firmo or Otago up in their second row, so you could sell him, pull one of those down. Even then, there's no real second rows around that price that have come out and screamed, grab me, so... Well, then hopefully you've got another jewel up in the front row you can pull down and grab yourself a Max King. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be nice, like but that. yeah, if, if there's no one really to sell them to, why sell them? Yeah, well... You're trading them out on a hope that some other player might get named eventually and come in. Well, so. no, I think I think I think it's the cash generation thing. If he's definitely not going to make it back into the that's side, what I mean. I understand that, but if there's no one out there that's going to generate a shitload of cash really fast, but if you've got a war chest, eh? yeah, that's well, that's what you, I mean. If you did, if you had if you had him a Russell over a Targo, that's an easy straight swap. Yeah. You know, Stuff like um, that, definitely. Or even if you had the spare money, you could upgrade maybe to... That's what I said. You either upgrade or I think you keep them because there's no one really to trade them to. Yeah. Okay. Um, Steve Clifford. We've touched on this, but we'll just go quickly. Written before team list are done, but Welsh gone for the year. Is Josh King now worthy purchase? He is. I think he is. Um, especially with Cheese gone for a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah. Boys, 
Yeah, just because he still did do great. He played 64 minutes on the weekend for 38 points. Oh, yeah, really? So. Maybe wait. And that was with Smith going off early. So middle forward out in the first couple, in the first set. And then Welch going off a bit later. Yeah. Alright, questions just closed down on me. You got one? Yeah, I do. Uh, Scott Smith is in there. He says, uh, don't trade anyone with a green dot. Wait till the following week to do those big trades. So, alright, I'll listen to the big man and I'll hold for this week, I guess. He does well when he's playing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris uh, Maxfield is in there. He says, uh, Grant looks bigger this year. Do you reckon he might do a cheese and move to the back row when Wishart comes on? Oh, I don't think so. Not, but not him being who he is. He's their marquee hooker. He's he's the future of their club. I can't see him burning him out if they don't have to. They just whack a big bopper there. Um, yeah, I think if anything, Wishard might come on and play that, yeah, Raymond. He, he 13. 13. He's expendable. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Stephen Richards says, so does Connor uh, have to try hard to be this bad at Supercoach or does it just come naturally to him? It definitely just comes naturally. Well, you didn't get Joey Manu, did you? I've got, school well I've got an issue. You do? No, no. Should have him. Um, Eliza Tibbany with Johnson, Cheese, Russell, Tanua Brown, Junior Paulo, and Leilua. Last two aren't injured. They're just the hardest to watch for me. Anyone else considering Super Trade? I planned on saving my first one for next week, but here we are. Do you use it if you have that much injuries going on? SJ, Cheese, Russell, Maney, Paulo, and Leilua. I'll probably hang on to the other two seen as they're playing, but SJ and Cheese, I'm assuming, were your premium hooker and probably your premium half. Um, I do I do assume you will have to upgrade those guys. Um, if anything, you might be able to downgrade SJ to a Sexton or something. I think he's cheaper. Otherwise, you're going to have to hope you got money to get up to a Mitch Moses if you've got him at seven, or you're going to have to have a heap of money to get him to a bloody monster or something. Um, and I wouldn't be into Cody Walker at the moment. Would you do for a six or a seven for SJ? Jerome Hughes, if you could. Yeah. Ideally, but Moses isn't a bad shout. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh... Matt Chester, what are your plans for players that get COVID? Example, Rad Schneider. Mine's a hold. Unless yeah. I have a mass exodus at once. I'll well, just not just that. If, if he was to get COVID today and be playing tomorrow and have a chance of missing next week's game, that's two games. So I might think about not maybe a Schneider because he's a cheapy bottom dollar cheapy, but if I had a premium gun... That I needed to keep to to remain in touch with the top. I know it's early and you've got you've got chance to come back, but if I was coming third or fourth this week, say, and I ended up with a major player getting uh, COVID, I'd probably think about getting rid of him just to stay in touch with the top. But a Brad Schneider, no way. I oh, hang on. Do you know with COVID? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? I'm holding. All the time, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Even if it's a two-week COVID. 
Oh, I think that's going to be what if they, rare. Okay, now this is sorry, but what if <laughs> what if someone gets hospitalised? Like it's a serious COVID thing, and well, if they go in ICU, well then definitely, of course, you sell them. But apart from that, I think you should yeah, cop it as right. one week suspension and move on. In the past, when someone's been suspended for a week, have you sold them? Nah. No, that's it. You keep them and you move on. We've already answered this, but Levi Crookshank, Liam Martin, 80 with a try, yay or nay? We said yay, nay, and maybe, I think. No, yeah. we said yay, may, and watch. Uh, on, i got one here. Um, Andrew Barkworth says, Boys, thinking of going Teddy to Harry via um, and Valia to Dom Young. Leaves Pappy and Sloan at fullback to do it. Con? Well, I don't understand why he's telling Teddy. Yeah, look, I don't either. I think it's just that allure of getting Harry Grant in. I feel like he's a must-haver, and if you don't have him, you're going to be in trouble. But you boys and everyone else is saying, wait a week on, on pulling a trigger on a big trade like that. So I guess I will. Yeah, but if you've got to have Harry Grant, you don't want it to be at the expense of James Tedesco or anything. You want it to be expensive, like a Welch who's not playing. Or a fattened up Randall. Like in, someone in seven or eight weeks, six, yeah. seven weeks. Look, that's 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 my thoughts on it. So I wouldn't get rid of Teddy to do it. I wouldn't get rid of a fullback. But so Aunt Barker, I guess that's a no, mate. Uh, do not do that. Hold on, Sean O'Vera also wants to know uh, what's your thoughts on Aaron Clark? Looking good at the moment. Another watch. Still a watch for me. Scored a try on the weekend. Did look okay, but someone chips away at his minutes. Was it Tanner Boyd? Um, yeah, Tanner Boy comes on. So, yeah, so he doesn't play 80. You've got better hookers than him, in my opinion. He's inflated by a try. Well, 57 minutes for 60 points. With the try. So you take away the try, looking at 43. I don't think that's anywhere near good enough for a hooker. And at his price of 300000 he's going to make bugger all money. Yeah. Yeah, he's not, he's not setting the world on fire enough to warrant the trade. Um, you got another one, Jed? Yeah, he only ran the ball once in 57 minutes. So and that was for the try. Yeah, I'd, yeah, it would be. Yeah. So he must have got it off the... I don't know, but yeah. No, so that's right not, that's not good enough. All right, Russell Terry, Tough Kane. Week one has shattered me. Already lost the cheese, SJ and Valia. Cheese to Harry is a no-brainer. But what should I do with SJ? Have 517k so I can go up to Moses, etc., or down to Sexton, etc. What would you what what would you plan on doing there? I'd almost be tempted to wait a week, play Ilias. I'm assuming he's going to have him in the second half, and hope Cleary gets named, go straight to Cleary. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Um, if, yeah, maybe try to look into some Penner stuff and see if Cleary's on track to come back next week. If he's not tracking, I'd probably look at a Moses. Um, look pretty sharp. Kicks the goals over there. Well, I don't think he's done contact recently, Cleary, so I don't think he's that close. No, he was in the non-contact bib this week. I I'd probably... Really great one. Well, if not, even go to uh, Jerome Hughes. Looks to be in perfect touch. He's come back again. Just in good form. Look great. He's a weapon. Yeah. Um, Jazzy, you on or me? Yeah, Les Dormans just says, go para. Oh, Leslie. Uh, Steve Richards wants to know, Berg, should I tell, sell Turbo so I don't throw the big C on him again? No, I just, I'd, I'd, I'd still play him too because he's still always a chance. He's, he's Tommy Turbo. 
But um, look, it's up to you, Richo. If you've got Manu, I'd probably have a look at throwing it on. I was about to say, did his joke just go straight over your goddamn head or what? What? There's no way he was serious about that question, Bergs. Doesn't matter. I'm still giving him a legit answer because I'm good like that. <laughs> he also says, Con, open your eyes. You can't see anything. I'm, uh, look, I'm looking down. He's Dave, Dave London's in there. Uh, Sean O'Vara says, Hastings is my 5'8". Uh, should Munster be my upgrade here? Uh, I know it's only early, but I don't think Hastings is going to be a world beater or a money maker like I originally thought. Gosh, got the cash to do it. You've got no more issues. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, that's fucking gun trade. Yep, sweet yeah. as. Um, Haas, Mr. Consistency. Scott Duncan. Scott Duncan says, Read Marnie to Harry Grant, Sam Walker to Mitch Moses. Two big trades. I, I look, I mean, everyone else is saying, Don't don't jump the gun. Wait a week at least. So, yeah, right. I'm just going to throw that out. Yeah, there. well, just for instance, that's the first round, right? So that's involved in one price rise. I'm assuming you're jumping off because of low scores, high scores break-evens, et cetera, are going to be what they are and there's going to be a big price drop for them and a big price rise for them. Yet if the scores reverse next week after you've traded them, you're going to get yeah one maybe semi-decent price rise from the player you've traded in, but then that's going to be it and he's going to be on a decline the other player's going to be on the incline. So it's a huge gamble, I think. Well, that's it, but that's what it is. It's a gamble because I think what people are looking at is that, well, everyone's been talking up Mitch Moses all off-season. He's got a sweet early draw. He came out and showed that he has got control of that team and in terms of attack, he's the one that's doing a lot of it um, and it's reflecting in Supercoach. If they can score points like that every week, which I doubt, but if they can, then there's going to be a lot of goals to kick there as well. So it's a beneficial trade. Roosters looked rusty with Sam Walker in there, Luke Peary. It all just looked very, very clunky and out of touch. I mean, they lost to the Knights. No offence, Con. Um, Plenty taken. Knights are good. But they, uh, they, they, they looked defensively like they were there for the game. Like, we played as a team. They turned up, man. Well, was, the Roosters didn't. That's what I mean. Like, the Roosters just... But, yeah, you can't take away from the Knights' defensive efforts in that game. Like, Roosters have a heavily star-studded side, and people can... Individual brilliance in that team... From there's at least six or seven of them who produce individual brilliance fucking game on game. We watch it every week, you know. Well, it's the first time that Spine's taken the field together as well. It's the first time Walker and Keery have played together. So there's definitely going to be improvement, and being the Roosters, it's not going to take long. Nah, I just I just thought you defensively as a team turned up and you defensively done well, like very well, considering. Gags killed it with the ball in hand too. He was a man on a mission. Yeah. All right, but yeah, also the, the read money to Harry Grant. I feel it's that that FOMO, and if these guys are going to be a class above at the start, that could be where your lead and your points come from. So, but you guys have all said wait a week. Um, Stephen Richard says, think the trade the three sixty team should do this week is trade out Con and bring in Archie. Who's Archie? He's like a fifties cartoon character. I think he had blonde hair. It's the only difference between you and Archie. All right. No. <laughs> How old are you, Richo? All right. Enough that's... to know, Archie. <laughs> that's a- 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. About it for questions. All right, I got Michael Hucker. Uh, how are we all? I need. Oh, how are we all, guys? Good, thank you. I need to downgrade Smith to a mid-range second row. Who do you think after the first round has potential to make money with eighty-minute job security? Um, with Smith being in the second row, he makes it a bit harder for you. I, I had Smith in in hooker, so that made it easy transition to Grant for me. Um, with Smith in the second row, though, I'm pretty sure you, you're not far out of touch with just about anyone, are you? No, not really, except for Dave Fafita. Yeah. And Papa and Gus. But under that, you, you're on? Like, yeah, I think so. I can't exactly remember Brandon Smith's price. Uh, he's he like a 590 just under 600. or 580 yeah. something. Um, yeah, so, got anyone? Well, Frizzle would be the man, 571. Ooh, fucking juicy, like that, like that. I like Frizzle. Um, Martin, as people have brought up. He's waiting to that way. see, but for me, I'd be much spearing, I'd be spearing into Frizzell if anyone there. Yeah, Teague Wilton, yeah. another one. Yeah, that Nenai from the Cowboys looked very impressive against the Bulldogs. Um, didn't translate to Supercage as much as I thought I was going to, but... Well, there was a couple of players you said that that happened to. You thought Jai Arrow was owed a few. Uh, you thought, who was the other one owed a few? Was it Tarpany? It was Tarpany, but that wasn't who I was talking about, I don't think, at that time. But, yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah, but, yeah, that, you think a few were a bit underdone. Um, Mark Hindle, what boys, what is was your biggest mistake for round one? Uh, the late swap from Trell to Teddy in front of the sea on... T- Teddy. What do you got? Uh, leaving Tualangi on the bench. Kelma Tualangi from the Tigers. Picked up like a 46. Yeah, yeah. And it, that was pretty much the most points which I left on the bench, so that was good. I left Targo on the bench. Yeah, same. That was my mistake for the week. Nah, see, I played Targo. He, he played a bit last year, and he, he did well when he did play. So, Francois Ladigan. Fletcher Baker as a sixth money-making second row. And what's his job security like? For me, Con, you go. There you go, mate. No, you've, no. Got, you've got, you've got no, you go. stuff, don't you? There you go. For me, I don't think Fletch got the minutes in him. Um, was Tupanil play 80? Angus Crichton plays 80. Um, and what I when Beryl's come back, will definitely take into that middle role. So. I don't know. He's a bit of a gamble, old Fletch. I probably wouldn't go that way, personally. Con? Yeah, no, I don't really like it. I don't see much money to be made there, to be honest Bar with you. injury. If there was an, an injury, and I still think Nat Butch is in front of him anyway, for any role in, in the forwards. So, yeah. Uh, also, last one, Chris G, Liam Martin or Kirk Capewell? Oos, dude, you make it hard. Um, Con? 
Oh God, I I don't want to pick either. Get to Frizzell. Get to Frizzell. You can get to Frizzell. Get there. Sorry, Dan. I know Dan. Dan Han, one of the boys. He he loves Tyson. I bet he's got him. <laughs> and here we are telling everyone Look, to jump on. I'm a Panthers fan, but I'd say Capewell. Capewell showed last week that he's going to be a leader at that Broncos team, and they're going to need him to be coming from that premiership side and bringing all the experience that Kurt does bring. He's back at home in Queensland. I think he really likes that. He plays rep footy. You know, he's someone to aspire to there, and he's definitely going to have to go out and lead by example. I'd, I reckon I'd put the bank on Capewell there because I think if anyone's going to be jagging those extra tries sort of through the edges, he's definitely locked down that edge spot. There's no more Ricky, is there? Nah. So, like, that's it. It's a pretty solid edge. He proved last year he can score. Oh, no, Jordan Ricky's still there. He's definitely got meat pies in him. Jordan so, Ricky's still there. It's that other bloke. He's, he's got... Um, Pete Cura. Pete Cura. He'll come back and chew into some minutes there. Yeah, but I don't think he's chewing into Capewell's minutes. No, he shouldn't touch Capewell's minutes. So that's I what I mean. I, I, I personally, I, I'd look at Capewell, man. He, he was good last year. He's been good for the last couple of years, and he's sort of in the prime of his career. Could very well be a career year for him. That's not it for questions for me. I think that's it for questions for me. Um, Phil Fobio, uh, Poio says, uh, Fletch Maker for Momosia. Um was, but we've just talked about that. And Paul Wainwright says, no questions, lads, but love the show. Appreciate your efforts and mutual love for Supercoach. And in my case, have a couple of beers while I watch. Thank yes. you very much Enjoy, for watching, Paul. Now, I have something before we wrap up this evening. Um, just the most traded in and most traded out of teams this week. Um, we'll start with the outs because there's a few ins that have fucking eyebrow raised me and I want your opinions on them. And as to, is it just new people playing the game? Is it people chasing points or what? So the outs are Brandon Smith, as as anticipated. Uh, probably should be one of the most heavily traded out. Then SJ is the second most traded out. Then Russell. Then Luke Keary. Yeah, Luke Keary. I mean, look, I think we've covered that one, haven't we? Like, Roosters... Looked rusty. I mean, they came out in their press conference today and they were talking about the fact that they're rusty and just need to blow that rust off. Trent Robinson likes to warm into his season, doesn't he? He doesn't really care about first-round results, so... Not except for that COVID year. Okay, so, yeah, like, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a watching watch wait there. I've got Sammy Walker, who's about the same price, not quite as much, I don't think, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep, keep keeping an eye on it. But I think if after two weeks we're not seeing any improvement, I might have to move on people like Kiri and Teddy just to avoid the price. Depends how much they're actually going to lose and where their break-evens end up sitting. But I know, we know they got points in them. Well, Vaila. Is it Vaila? Vaila? Vaila. Vaila. And Young Maney, they're the next two tra- most traded out. And then the most traded in. Now, this oh, this one gets me a little bit. Arpy Coruscant. Now, surely everyone knows he's try-inflated and try-assist inflated. Probably won't get those every week, um, especially once Nafe comes back. He's a standing delivery man, Arpy. How much is he? I don't know. Didn't 480. get into that. Okay, but. so it's cheap. That's why they're going Arpy over Harry because um, it's 200K difference. It is, but from cheese to Harry's only 70 grand, you know? Yeah. So it's one of those things... Do you go RP and then just burn another trade in a couple of weeks to get Harry, or do you try to find the money to get 
Harry today. But uh, then the second most traded in was Targo, which I think is a given. Um, anyone who didn't jump on Jude Fear had a good look at him last week, and he's the goods. Uh, looks looks like good. a must-have, yeah. Uh, he's worker on that left side, the strike side, uh, jumping on. No, I started with him. Yeah, I'd definitely be getting him in if yeah. I didn't. Yeah, here's another surprise. Jackie Boy Whiten. Jackie's bit me heaps of times. I'll never touch Jackie again. But to those that are jumping on, I just don't understand why. Um, can you see a, or give me any insight as to why someone want Jack Whiten? No, I can't, honestly, and I've never seen you peeling Jackie, and I still don't. No. Is it because, like, six is just a bit of a tough spot to fill this year, or, like, is, there, is he priced cheap enough to warrant the pick? Um, I'm not too sure what his actual price is. I think he's, like, 500 or 400 something. Um, it's one of them guys that he's awkwardly priced. 412. Oh, still not just... Coming off a of 73. Mm. So I understand where they're coming from because no one really stood up in the 5-8 position in the first week. So if Munster's going to be the only standout gun, could he be next in line? Yeah, maybe. And then the next one, which I, I thought should have been probably at least above Jackie, would have been Peyton Haas. Um, people that... No, like we know him from the past, what he does. Um, Remember him from films such as? Such as <laughs> Bring Pain. Um, such police footage as that time. <laughs> no, um, but no, he is, he is a gun. For me, if you didn't if you didn't have him to start, then he's, not, like you said, not so much of a must-have this week unless you've got no other problems. And I see... I see why you're bringing him in. Now, the next one's fucking pipe dream. Um, Will Smith from the Titans. What the fuck? Like, um, back to the bench this week. Yeah. His money's not going to go too stupid off that 170. or what, what is it, a 73 or something? Yeah, you get one price rise out of it. And what? It, it's not even going to be that good if he gets a 20 next week. No. Nah. You know? So, um, I don't know if... If you have him, reverse that trade today. That's the best advice we can give you tonight on this podcast is reverse any Will Smiths. Don't bring a Smith in this week. No Smiths. Even if he comes out with a 50-odd next week, I'd still really think about, depending on how he got that 50 and how he was used, think about getting him in. Well, you think he could be the Tyrone Peachy feel from up there getting 55 minutes? I don't know. I really don't know how they're going to use him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why he's getting brought in, and then kick out off the back of a one point five um, ppm. I understand the kicks. The kicks play um, could be as, as well as Penrith might want to use him up before they get rid of him as well. Let's just use him up. Use him as the battering ram that he what he is, and and he loves it too. You know, so I understand the kicks trade. Me personally wouldn't do it, but I full see merit in it. You? Yeah. Cool. So talkative, Con. Wow. One word responses. You're done for the night, are you? Look, I nah, think, not I, at all. I just. I think we are actually done for the night. Uh, Bergs, you got any more questions there? No. No. Beautiful. Oh, sorry, Twitter. I forgot you guys, and sorry, Instagram. I forgot you guys too. I'd... 
I mean, oh, he says okay. that, but we're still recording. No, 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 no. but it's all good. We'll get back to them. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll answer them in the comments on those questions. Thank you very much for listening, for watching, for enjoying. Uh, good luck with your NRL Supercoach round two. Here's hoping we have helped you a little bit with, uh, yeah, trying to figure out whether you should use those trades and who you should be using them on. Um, make sure you check out our website, uh, supercoach360.com. Uh, and also our YouTube where we cut the show up in handy little segments if you're looking to flick back for some quick reference. Plus, we've also got uh, the extended uploads from people like Tim and Brad. Thank you very much to Tim, Brad, Julian, Ross, and Paul uh, and all the contributors to the website for all the fantastic work you're doing. If you haven't checked it out yet, make sure you do it. Massive shout-out to everyone that's uh, allowed us to share in their groups uh, and all over Facebook and also Make sure you enter the ring for a review promotion. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash supercoach360. Click the reviews tab. Leave a review. I think there's only been one left so far, so the odds are really good. It's really easy to get yourself an NRL Supercoach ring from the good people at Supercoach Championship Rings. So just head to our Facebook page, supercoach360, yeah, facebook.com slash supercoach360 slash reviews and leave us a review there to instantly go into the draw. Thank you very much for listening. Do we have anything else, boys? Any last minutes? Cheers, people. Have a good week. Good luck. Peace. Stay coachy coaches. See you next time.